You're listening to Fucks Given, the one with Ben, the Naked Professor. Hello, curious fuckers. I'm Reed. And I'm Florence. And together we're Come Curious. When we're not just fucking around on YouTube and Instagram. Every Thursday, we invite a new guest onto Fucks Given to talk about their best fucks, worst fucks, and the fucks that made them. We also answer your sex questions and read out your sex stories. So stay tuned as we divulge all the delicious details. Hi, Ben. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, I think. How are you today? Um, you think? <laughs> no, I'm just, absolutely. Oh, I'm delighted to be here. I'm just a little scared. I said oh, that to you already. No. Yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah. I have yeah, to ask. I've listened, so I know what you guys get up to. Oh, really? Yeah, this, yeah. Have we frightened you? <laughs> yes. You frightened me. Absolutely. But you agreed to come on anyway. I know, I know. But where did the naked professor come from, the title? Oh. Um, so my message is very much about being kind of raw, being open, removing the masks, mm-hmm. bearing your soul, um, kind of taking it back to that sort of natural state of, of nakedness, you know? Like, like Very much like you guys are on the show. It's, it's raw, mm-hmm. it's unedited, it's, it's, it's real, right? Yeah. And then, um, so that was the naked part, and I wanted to show up and beat. That was all what I was about. What my message is about. I wanted to be raw. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, kind of naked coach. That sounded a bit weird or wrong. No, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, but in your industry, <laughs> I am I am coaching around like mindset and lifestyle, and mm-hmm. and so it's kind of it probably would have given off the wrong message. Yeah, I suppose so, so. Yeah. And then I kind of you know at the time Instagram was all play, and it's kind of everyone's got. A Kind of a, a, a kind of interesting names, and it just sort of I don't know the naked professor just sort of seemed to. I love I it. It's great. Um, it's catchy. Yeah. yeah. And now you have the na- the naked professor podcast. Yes, yeah, so we've got the naked professors. Professors. Oh, yeah. Friends. Yeah. He came naked professor. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about that podcast? Um, mental health. It's another guy, um, mm-hmm. and he shares a similar philosophy. And we try and open up, and, and we're trying to kind of remove the stigma around well, men feeling emotions and, and mental health and, and having challenges and mm. overcoming them and talking about them and no one being perfect and all that kind of stuff. That sounds great. Um, oh, are women invited on this podcast? Yeah, absolutely. Can we come yeah. talk about sex on your podcast? Yes, for sure. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, a little collab there. Yeah, in it. It's like now we've. Done done it live you can't say no uh, so Can we edit that bit out? Yeah. <laughs> tied into it verbal contract for sure so no, this is you're good. a mindfulness coach right that's that uh mindset. mindset so mindfulness coach. i guess is a, is a part of of having a healthy mindset mm. so it's not dissimilar but yeah it's uh, mindset and purpose coach of course ah, what what is yeah. that i guess it's helping people have i say help people get their mind to be their best friend rather than their worst enemy yeah um, oh. because Really, from a program wise, our, our mind is 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 not our best friend. Oh my god! Talking really all sorts of shit isn't. to us. She's a fucking yeah. bitch. Absolutely. Yeah, and when you realise that and you understand why it's being that way, it kind of gives you a bit more freedom, and rather you you don't suddenly become your mind, and you're con- constantly talking badly to yourself. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah, because we all do from. that. We There's do always it. a little voice in our heads that just like you're not good enough. Mm. And it and it's everything. It's like we talk about our, our body confidence and and mm. sex, and it's all in our minds. It's not really anything to do with our physical. appearance appearance no sometimes it could we be tell like, ourselves yeah about our physical appearance yeah yeah and then that feeds in and we start to feel it and then we think it's true oh my god everyone needs you yeah um <laughs> <laughs> number is. see what they think at the end of this podcast <laughs> fuck number one the last fuck okay so 
I mean, there's not a lot of choice in this. I, I mentioned to you, Florence, before we yes. came on, that um, a few years ago, I've kind of it would have been a very different story. But now my um, my philosophy around sex has changed a lot, and it's mm. not something that, that regularly happens for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's it changed from and to? It's probably changed from. I mean, the work. It was, it was fairly prolific. It was it was a lot of sex. Prolific. Yeah. That's so lovely. I mean, as, no, it's, it's awful. such a lovely word though for something. <laughs> Prolific. Like as a man, I, you know, it was it was kind of it was ticking boxes. Mm-hmm. It was you know right, there was validation yeah. in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was a big drive. A lot of people live off that. Totally. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I absolutely lived off it. It was stories for the lads. Yeah. Right. And the lads are giving up on me now because there's no stories. No. Oh. So um, there's been one. I've had one. <laughs> Look, there's no blame. We all, I was one of those idiot lads, so mm-hmm. I can't, and I get it. Um, I really do. But yeah, it's changed for me now, and I've, I've had sex once this year, and I had sex once in 2019. So Amazing. Not, there's wow. not a lot of um, detail to give Not a lot of action there. Not a lot of action. No, 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 no action shaming. <laughs> I mean, that sounds amazing, but it, it does sound like you've really changed your views on, on sex and, and grown as a person. You sound very mature about it, which is great. At last. Yeah, at what last. was the reason that you decided to do that? Because obviously that's a conscious decision. Um, so I try and do I've got this philosophy in my life that says don't sacrifice what you want most for what you want now Mm. and that's basically me trying to feed my soul not my ego yeah Um, and my ego is constantly chasing instant gratification quick wins but then after I feel empty yeah. You're like, oh, that was kind of fun, but am I proud of myself that I did that now? Mm -hmm. Like, was was there anything meaningful in that or was it just another quick bit of whatever? Yeah. Whatever you want to call it and um, I started establishing actually it made me feel quite empty you yeah. know, all those experiences and the quick wins were even or the, not quick wins but the quick bits of fun and I guess there were quick wins in some ways as well yeah. sadly um, well, that's what I used to feel about whenever I had one night stands in my early mm. 20s and my late teens it would never I just I would feel really empty it's exactly that feeling really empty with a bit like a tinge of regret yes. yeah. yeah yeah. especially and then you do it again. shit and then you do, yeah you do it again because you're like wait I just need to try again and yeah. then maybe it'll get better yeah. and it never does no. so how do you get out of that habit it's just reconnecting with what matters. You know, I did a lot of work around my values. Who did I really want to be? Mm-hmm. And was I being that person? And it was like, no. And and part of that was uh, I was just sleeping around aimlessly for kind mm. of for bits of fun that weren't serving me. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let's look at that. Because, you know, I, I'll be honest. I don't know if I would have done that in my 20s because it was fun. I was getting yeah. a lot of fun out of it. Those yeah. quick wins were, were a lot of fun. Yeah. But life changes as you, as you go older. And I start to think, right, I really, you know, my values are I want deep connection. I want a deep relationship. I want something that I don't have that emptiness after sex. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to go through that anymore. I want I want to treasure this a little bit more. I only want to connect with some, someone when it potentially it matters. It could go somewhere. Yeah. And let's see what happens from there. And let's see, like, preserving that energy inside of me rather than just chucking it out there and you know having the quick wins does that put a lot of pressure on those singular times that you've had in the past year I don't think so no it's still you know I, in those moments it's just it's being there it's just embracing yeah. it for what it is and I think the, the only probably difference is that the partners probably sit a bit different if they know if we've spoken about this if mm-hmm. I've said by the way like I'm not I don't want to just have sex and yeah. see you later um they suddenly, I think, make it a bigger deal in their mind. And they're like, if they're not in the same space as me, and they're like, oh my God, like, how's this going to be? What's uh, it going to be like? Yeah. So they and think like, that it's more pressure on them. Maybe. 
maybe mm, and I haven't had that conversation and I get I get it if they do yeah but I'm like no like I, I, there's no pressure on this like mm-hmm. I don't I feel ready in this space with you there's potential it could go somewhere yeah let's try let's see and it will be what it is yeah I feel like a lot of guys will be thinking how are you doing that like my sexual libido is massive and also maybe some women will be thinking that way as well because that's what we're led to believe men are like having a high libido mm-hmm. um, but it's not necessarily true and I hate hate that stereotype mm. um what what do you think about that i mean look, I, I i don't know if you guys know but my my challenge going straight into this my my my, my whole personal development journey was about around the fact that i struggled to orgasm and sex ah, amazing. So that's what took me yeah that, that's what took me to work with a coach in the first place at age 30 I mean, not like, I meant amazing as in the fact that you're being able to talk about it with us rather than, because that that does suck. Like so many people go through that. Yeah, it's usually women though, right? Mm. It's not often that men talk about this. I don't don't know. I mean, I think... I think they both play a part and I think generally women do suffer with it more but I think there's a lot more guys that deal with this problem oh, yeah, that but just they, don't they're talk not about talking it. About yeah. it. That's, that's the thing that you were saying, right? They're not talking yeah. about it because as a man it would be like unmasculine to not be able to come. Yeah, which is yeah. mad. Mm. Yeah, totally. And although actually now having sort of investigated it and spoken to people about mm-hmm. it and it's why kind of one of the reasons that I really love to be on your podcast because I want to talk about mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, there's nothing to hide around this. Yeah. This can be a conversation but... Um, the term for it is retarded ejaculation, which is a horrible name in the first place. Wow, yeah. retarded. it's called that. <laughs> Fucking hell. Retarded no ejaculation or, or delayed ejaculation. Yeah. But um, Well, I, I get retarded because like retarded is late in French. Is it? Yeah, I think so. I didn't know that. Oh, um, so wow. I, I think... Oh. Okay, well, that's better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it doesn't sound great. No. Yeah. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It's really not very PC. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's not at all, is it? But... Um, but yeah, so going back to your original question about libido, yeah, like I don't think my libido was is sort of traditionally in line with a lot of men, mm-hmm. because and I think partly that's kind of I've gripped this energy of of not having the orgasm, which is generally kind of my, the chase, I guess, yeah. as a man. Yeah. I don't I know that's not not right, but mm-hmm. like the release, the release, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, if that's not there, the energy is not is not it's not the same. It's not quite the same. Mm. And then I've I've kind of gripped that and I've kept it in my mind. I kept talking to myself and I've kind of started to embody that energy mm. a bit more over time. And that was one of the reasons I wanted to do this because I wanted to be in a relationship where that libido was really strong. And I I, I was in that relationship where I really I, I let my my partner really feel what I wanted with her. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I think I was in relationships where they're like, I'm not really sure. I feel like you really want me here. Yeah. Which is not nice. Yeah. I mean, we've we've definitely all felt like that before mm. because that's what we're taught. You know, we can't help it that in porn, everything is all down to the male ejaculate. And that's all we cover and that's all we want to watch. So even growing up, like I've done the same thing with my partner and being like, questioning myself instead of asking if he's okay and what's mm. going through his mind rather than, you know, just putting it on me like, oh, it must be me. It must be something I'm doing wrong. Oh my God. Which yeah. is fucked up. Yeah. That's so true, actually. Yeah. I remember like a few instances when I was younger, maybe if someone had like whiskey dick or something after mm-hmm. like going out drinking, and you immediately put that energy on yourself and just like, I'm not good enough with this person. They're not getting turned on with it's my fault. They're not getting turned on. Mm, this is why it's so good that you're here to talk about it because it's mm. it's not about how we think in our minds, it's about the person who's actually dealing with this issue. Yeah, because a lot of people, I guess, when they're with you might have thought 
oh no, I can't make him come. There's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. Yeah. Definitely. And that's why I like to have the conversation before, but that mm. can change the energy a bit. But it's just, I'd rather that and say, look, mm-hmm. just there's nothing personal in this, just so you know I do struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, if that doesn't happen, let's not worry about it. Let's just, like, I, the process is, I, I love this. Let's just embrace it. And yeah. what will be, will be. So don't worry about it. But even having had that conversation, they still sometimes are like, yeah. uh, what's going on? It's is it knowledge, isn't it? Is mm. it a medical condition? Like, can you treat it? Like, does it get better in certain situations? <sighs> if it is, can someone or... please message me? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like um, an ongoing thing, basically. It's an ongoing thing. So like, I, I've done, I've got all sorts of philosophies around this. Mm-hmm. Um, having and, and I haven't got the answer and haven't managed to move on from it yet. But mm. I mean, look, fundamentally. So I, I haven't been circumcised, but I don't have much of a foreskin, mm-hmm. right. which I think the sensitivity can can lapse be- without, yeah, with that kind of exposure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, then there's, the second thing is that I just block my emotions as a man from a young age anyway. I've yeah. Them. Like I, I thought uh. that from a masculine perspective, I need to be tough and strong and emotional is not part of this. And I am an emotional man at heart. My mum's a nurse and she's very kind and compassionate. And I definitely had that energy inside of me. Mm-hmm. But it's not what I saw as the masculine energy. So... I live oh, in a space so where problematic. Just, so problematic and I buried it and my dad is, is, is a very kind and gentle man but he's not emotional yeah. and that's what I saw mm-hmm. and so I buried my emotions so I, and, and you know what it's like with emotions as well you can't choose what you feel yeah. you either feel the full spectrum you feel highs and lows or you you know, you bury them out and I just didn't feel mm. yeah. so there's, there's lots of things what I'm getting at is I was numbing myself in all sorts of ways not only physically with the kind mm-hmm. of the makeup of my penis I guess yeah. but emotionally I was, I was blocking out and if you think of it, an orgasm I guess it's like it's a feeling of ecstasy. It's yeah. It's, yeah, it's a huge release of like endorphins yeah. and happiness and yeah. I mean, we we've uh, we often find that we can't, especially as women. I don't know if it's the same for men, but I think, majoritively speaking, is all mental um, and not feeling yeah. comfortable and and holding yourself back subconsciously. But it's like, how do you un- unlock that? Mm. I know that our subconscious works and and responds really well to metaphor. Um, and that can be a great way to, I mean, it's... What it, do you mean? Like, um, <laughs> so instead of saying, oh, you need to relax, you need to calm down, do some breathing. Yeah. Um, I can't think of an example like in the sex scape, but like, for example, um, so you, say you think about your mind as a, a nice cornfield, a wheat field, mm. and you are going to walk down like one path. And Oh, I see what you mean. You know, you're, you're, you'll see that path laid out. So every time you walk into that field, you'll go down that same path every single time because it's what we're used to, what feels comfortable. And it is hard to go through a different path and branch off and walk a different route. And that can, you know, that's the same with anxiety, with fear, and mm. potentially with orgasms. Mm. So interesting, and that's what I think I did. You know, yeah. I had the experiences, had the experiences that happened, 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 and I was like, "Oh shit, this yeah. is how it is for me." Mm-hmm. And yeah. I gripped that, and it, and then I started defining myself by it, almost. This is how it works. Yeah, and then it just gets more and more. Yeah, you know, it, you've ingrained it. it. It gets, it does get worse, mm. uh, especially. I remember for so long not being able to orgasm, and it's just that constant reoccurring thought of. I haven't come yet. I haven't come yet. I haven't come yet. He's going to think he's bad or they're going to think they're bad because I haven't come yet. And then the, the more it snowballs, the worse it gets. And you and the worst part is you get so close as well. You feel that climax oh, you're just yeah, about to reach. So and then it's gone. All of a sudden, you can be so horny and so in love with this person, yeah. so turned on by them. And yet <laughs> there's something in your fucking brain that goes, nope, it's gone. It's mm. gone, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I guess and you don't really think of male orgasms as being as mental as... Um, 
female orgasms because that's what we we there's loads of articles online about women not being able to orgasm yeah. and it's always like it's in your like it's all in your hair like you just need to get out of your hair blah 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 but you know everyone thinks about the male ejaculate being so physical and that it just happens yeah, yeah. it's all about the balls and dick and it's just not we're it's such just simple creatures not. just rub that <laughs> and that will happen so press a button yeah, and yeah. it works yeah, 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 literally yeah, totally. Fuck two. The first fuck. Yeah, so um, that was definitely, you know, some of the things I've already said to you about masculinity and stuff, mm-hmm. I just wanted to get it out of the way. I didn't mm-hmm. want yeah. that label of virgin on me anymore. Yeah. So it was. I bet that's even bigger on guys than it is on girls. Oh, God, I can oh, imagine. Sure. Oh, I think there's something nice. Like, the, the way I perceived it is, is, as a guy, it was kind of almost, it was a sign of your not only your masculinity but kind of how your strength and kind of how popular you were yeah. and what a lad you were it was yeah. so many kind of things whereas for a girl it's like you don't have to none of that applies mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm sure there's still other stigmas around it Yeah. but I, I felt a lot more pressure as a guy just to get this out of the way especially before I was, I was 18 mm-hmm. and I was approaching university time and I was like I need to get yeah. this shit out of the way to, so I was just on holiday and it was just a bit of a non-event I just was like let's get this out of the way Yeah. and um uh, I think I was terrible. I didn't know what I was doing. I don't think anyone's good on that um, first time. Wait. No, but... Hold up now. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I was hella great. Uh, no, I was fucking... I was terrible. I didn't take my bra off. I was so... I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but... I was so conscious of my body, although I did get on top. Okay. That's... In, yeah. yeah. It wasn't comfortable. Shouldn't have got on top. I was just like, yeah, <laughs> just I have to prove to something. Yeah. yeah. I need to be like... I need to do something different and cool when I lose my virginity. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. But that's a whole conversation Stories. there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But, with with boys or men, like having the virgin label is very negative. Mm-hmm. But yeah. with women, it's actually weirdly positive. Totally. But that's because of a whole other range. Oh of my things. god, religion, yes. marriage. <laughs> like you are sacred with the virginity, but as yeah. a man, you're like fucked up. No, no. There's something wrong with you, man. Yeah, yeah. Or your numbers. <laughs> yeah, you know, numbers. You need to get that tally totting. Yeah, got to climb. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, it's not a cool number to be on. Oh, so that was no. kind of yeah, my first times. So it was it was it was get it out of the way, and it was kind mm-hmm. of like I don't. It was enjoyable in the slightest, other than the fact that I could say to people, yeah. like, "Oh yeah, I've had sex." Yeah. How yeah. did you feel yeah. afterwards? It, like, relief. Relief. Like, yeah, that's such that a good way to describe way. it. Yeah, because it's not. It's you're not sitting there. It's not pleasurable. It's yeah. just. It's like okay, thank God, I, I'm not like I'm not a virgin anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I was drunk as well, so I didn't. Re- I didn't know what was going. You know, yeah. it's all oh, confused. No. It was just get you know, this out of the way. Do you know if she had a good time? she can't have done no <laughs> she can't have done and also I remember I remember we had a few mutual friends or like, like I remember some feedback coming and uh, and, and like one of the guys saying oh yeah you know, yeah, it was apparently good performance and I was like and oh. I think back to that now and I was like absolute nonsense yeah. there's no way fuck three the best fuck so I kind of lived out my fantasy, I think. Um, this is ridiculous. This is a great story for lads back in the day. But yeah, I, so I was in the gym working out and then th- this girl came up to me <laughs> and said, I mean, it's so cliched and cringy almost now for me to say it, <laughs> but she goes, oh, she tapped me on the shoulder and said, excuse me, um, how do you get your arms like that? Oh, <laughs> stop. And I'm like, already wet thinking about this. <laughs> this is hot. And this is deadly true, but I'm yeah. not, I'm, I swear I'm not elaborating this in the slightest. And, um, and I was like so taken aback. What? Do you, how do you answer that? You know, I'm not like, oh yeah, I just do bicep curls. Like, <laughs> I, 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 like, so I profusely masturbate. I'm yeah. ambidextrous. So. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Um, so I was like, like, is this a joke? Is it one up? Like, what? How do I answer this? And I just was like, oh, I, I don't really do much stuff. I just just do my thing in the gym, you know. I yeah. just Kind of. And she was like, oh, can I touch them? Oh, oh this is just in the gym, on. right in the gym. This was. This was. I should. I should give some context. Actually, this was about half twelve on a Sunday oh, in the afternoon. Oh shit! Yeah, so, so it's it was like a completely. Time. Yeah, comp- yeah, very normal. It wasn't like yeah. evening time or just yeah, busy time. And anyway, she touched them. We we sort of chatted and kind of. She was very upfront and very like standing right in front of me, really looking at me in the eyes and kind of very much like, and I was like, this is quite intense, but I'm kind of, you know, this is, I'm, I'm kind of, this. where's this going? Yeah. What's, what's happening here? And anyway, we sort of chatted for like 10 minutes and she asked my number at the end and, hmm. and, um, and I gave it to her and then I said, well, so what, you know, what are you up to? And she was like, oh, I'm, I'm just going for a sauna. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll see you in there. Oh my God, yes. And, and so... Um, uh, Way. Like two minutes later, I walk around the corner into the into that sauna. There's a there's a, there's a mutual mixed sex mm. sauna and steam room, and then there's a kind of uh, open shower area. And I yeah. walk around the corner, and she was having a shower, and she had a sort of back to as I walk around, and she was just sort of it's almost like an advert. She was kind of like doing yeah, her hair, oh yeah, and like she was in a <laughs> tiny little bikini, and I was just like, this is this is crazy. Yeah, what like what's what's actually going to happen? Is this here? real? Like- is this real? <laughs> Where's this going? And anyway, we um. We went and sat in the, in the sauna and then we were just sort of chatting. I was like, how's this going to work? I'm yeah. fairly sure there's some energy going on here. Yeah. What's yeah. That, where's this going to pan out? And uh, she was sitting on one side and I was sitting on the other and we were just sort of chatting a little mm. bit, very instantly. And then she got up and I've got a big scar on my leg because I broke my leg and I had a big operation on it. It was quite Amazing. Visible. Can I see it after, please? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she looked at my, at my leg and she goes, oh my God, what's happened to your leg? And she got up and she, she, she came over and she started like stroking my scar going, what have wow. you done what's happened oh my god the sexual and, um, yeah, I was fuck like, man my is... pussy is galloping right now like where's this going <laughs> I was like this, this like is happening film. this is happening this is this is this is happening right now mm-hmm. and it's amazing and uh, and I think I made some like cheesy like crude comment I was like oh, you know like don't go any higher that's that's like don't know what's going to happen if you do oh that's thing. not cheesy it's quite sweet uh, like, rather than being like okay now you're down there like, while you're at it <laughs> open wide yeah and then, no I wasn't quite as it was kind of you know anyway and then she was like oh really and then so she said then obviously her hand started to go up a little bit and I was yeah. like um, I was like shit this is really this is happening in the sauna <laughs> in the sauna in the public sauna yeah that's yeah. so good yeah so and it was only and it was only, there was only the two of us in there but it's a busy gym I'm not yeah. definitely not going it's not my gym that I'm at now um, <laughs> and um, anyway yeah one thing led to another and then like stuff happened in the sauna not a huge amount but mm-hmm. like there was some fondling and some kind of kissing and some you know yeah. but it was like mm, like, the, like people were coming in and out at yeah. times and it was like so and we you're went, in a sauna that's so hot as well as in like yeah, yeah, physically yeah, you're hot sweating. you're like I'm gonna pass out Whoa. yeah there was that as well it was mm-hmm. getting uncomfortable and anyway so we went so we went out we left sauna and we sat down there's like a, a sunbed area just outside of it uh, and I sat down there and I remember she came sort of giving me a massage behind and then her hand wow. sort of went down Fuck, my chest man. And I love this girl like, yeah no yeah she's, she's so yeah. confident she was 19 as well oh no. yeah, she was, yeah. Yeah, this wow. is in my 20s yeah, yeah. She, she knew what she was doing and um, hell yeah and uh, anyway that it was just then so her, her massage she started going down my chest and it was just like I was like this is this is intense and amazing and kind of yeah anyway, <laughs> anyway we were in this public place, so it was kind of so much as suitable. But anyway, to cut a long story short, from there, we, I lived 
not far from the gym when we, we went back oh. and then we actually went for lunch oh, <laughs> not, to, so not to kill the story yeah. but we went for lunch and then and then um, and then she went back to and then we went back to my flat oh, oh shit um, that's amazing and yeah yeah um, and did and you fuck like, every which way Sunday um, <laughs> pretty much I think yeah <laughs> pretty much I mean, also, yeah she was you don't have to fuck in these stories. Like we forget, it doesn't have to be a fuck. It can just be an amazing experience. So if you didn't no, have sex, that's also cool. It felt. It, do you know what? It, it, it like the, the energy. I mean, it sounds a bit cliche and cheesy, cheesy again. But it was just the, the energy was so. There was so much chemistry and tension yeah. between us. It was like this is only going one way, and it kind of would almost feel a little bit incomplete if we if we kind of if you hadn't say goodbye from here now yeah, that we won't be able to recreate this. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we were sober, there was we were completely understanding of each other and, and where we were at and um so yeah, it was cool. That is an epic story. Yeah. It was amazing. I loved it. And you keep yeah. saying cheesy and cliche, but there's a reason why the porn follows a format. It's because oh, it's pretty fucking hot. That's true. Yeah, that's that could be that I'm sure that probably is a porn story. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've watched like five of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, but when I'm in the gym when I'm horny, it's like it's so hard to like at, like you're just you're on whatever the treadmill and you're watching people in like doing the exercises with the I don't know like squats and stuff and you're just imagining yourself like under those situations it's yeah. it's it, the gym can be quite like a strange place but it's also just like is it okay to go up to people in the gym because it everyone's quite like laid bare mm-hmm. and like working out and it is quite what you say it's, it's quite cheesy yeah to go up to people in the gym it's God, really yeah. it's really yeah. sexist because it's like women can approach men but if men approach women yeah. there's a, a lot of women prefer you know sex uh, women only gyms and then mm. I, I guess it really depends on the situation yeah because you always see guys staring at the gym yeah mm. I mean I would be fucking but staring I mean I stare at guys in the gym yeah. too so. I met my, my first ever girlfriend in the gym Oh, did really? you? Yeah, 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 it did. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, I, I asked her how many more sets she had to do, or how many more reps she had to do, or whatever the question is. Yeah, and just um, make it a gym conversation. Yeah, and she answered, and then it was actually a really nice story because we we had a nice little chat, and then I'd seen her a few times. This was when I was twenty one, yeah. and then um, uh, we had a really nice chat, and then I kind of I was too shy to do anything from there, and kind of we left, and then I was like. Uh, this was at university and then I, I was talking mm. to a friend later on and she was like oh any girls and I was like oh well actually I did really meet one I really liked she's lovely yeah. I've seen her a few times at the gym we were chatting and she was such a nice girl but um, but I don't know when I'm going to see her again I didn't I didn't ask her out mm. yeah. and then a few days later I saw her again and she's like oh my god Ben oh my god you know that girl you said you were talking about well I was talking to another girl and she was telling me the same story from the other perspective <gasps> about her friend oh, no. this, girl, this guy in the gym Where? no Totally, yeah, and then um, that's so, so lovely. It was really, it was, I was like, it was the best conversation I ever had. I was like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah, and so um, we exchanged numbers, and then we went out for like a couple of years. Amazing. That's so yeah. Yeah. I think people should go out to people in the gym because it's a really good opportunity to meet people, Definitely. and you both have something in common. Like you have a common interest. Yeah, true. like think, working out. As long as you're respectful. Yes, exactly. Which is the same wherever you are, exactly. right? Exactly. This is a this is an advert from BetterHelp Therapy Online. This is an ad from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get like Just fill out 
bother to do like looking that way. I'm like, I can't <laughs> do this. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety <laughs> of expertise. <laughs> with over a thousand. With over a thousand therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. Do you think I need to say that again? This episode is sponsored by Beducated. As you all know, I've been on a little bit of a celibacy journey. <laughs> Meaning I haven't had sex in over a month. So I've been looking into how I can experience more pleasure with my solo sex. And this is where Beducated comes in. Because they have all the courses that I need to learn how to do like sensual reawakening with my vulva and tantric massage. And also... I saw a course on there about learning how to dirty talk. I know this is completely not relevant, but <laughs> I'm really intrigued. No, it's all relevant. Beducated is this really amazing website where you can sign up to do courses and learn about sex, like dirty talking. I've been doing a squirting course. <gasps> oh, wow. So in all spirit of masturbation may... We're sharing Beducated with you. Yes. I mean, what's not better in masturbation, mate, to actually take the time to focus on yourself and your own pleasure and masturbate. And it's literally good for you. It releases all your happy hormones and reduces stress. There's literally no reason not to masturbate. So Florence, what have you been learning in your course? I've been learning techniques that I have never tried before when it comes to masturbation which areas are more sensitive and which bits turn me on more. The technique thing has been blowing my mind. Like the way that the language is used and, you know, it's it's people just like us teaching. It's not, I don't know, it's not someone sitting there in a lab coat. It's people who have had these experiences. I was learning from Lola Jean. She's like the squirt queen, right? And the way that she talks about even just like, not going straight into G-spot stimulation. She's explaining everything that, you know, if you have an oversensitive G-spot, you might not want to go in with direct penetration. You want to explore and give pleasure to your G-spot externally, you know, not necessarily on the clitoris. Yes. I feel like if I keep going and I keep practice with this, I will be able to squirt. And if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can try Beducated with 50% off the yearly pass with our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, curious. Don't say we don't look after you. And of course, you can try all Beducated courses for one day absolutely free and you won't be charged for the first 24 hours. You can cancel any time and they have a 14-day money-back guarantee. So invest in your love life today and join Beducated now from just $8.33 per month. Get access to over 100 courses online from the world's top experts. To get on Beducated now, click the link in the description and remember to use our coupon code COMECURIOUS. That's C-O-M-E, CURIOUS.
Invest in your solo pleasure this masturbation may or use it with a partner. You can also get a personalised beducated gift card for your loved ones. Happy wanking! We wanted to tell you about our Patreon. We just wanted to say that we're independent and this is a really good way for independent podcasts to fund themselves. You can find all the links to the right stuffs in the show notes, in the description, and of course on our social media, on our little link tree. So yeah, check it out and come say hi. Buck number four. The worst buck. Back in the day, back in the Tinder days, mm. um, I used to love a bit of sort of naughty chat. Yes, a bit uh, sexting. And before you, you oh, know, yeah. before you'd met, and then yeah. sometimes you'd get it wrong. I remember oh, definitely no. at one point, you know, and you'd you'd have these conversations, and you 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 know you were fully into it, mm-hmm. and then you go meet them. Oh god! And you're like, oh shit, because <laughs> like not, the energy not is the not the same. But yeah. I, I, was, I was, I was, it's ridiculous to say, it, and this is testament to kind of the, the space I lived in, but. You know, I, I felt obligated that I had to still have sex with them. This is exactly what happened to me recently. Right. Yeah. I was sexing someone for like four days straight over Christmas. Right. I was so excited to meet them. And then when I met him, he just was not who I thought he was going to be. He wasn't as like um, confident as he came across in the messages. And I had sex with him anyway because mm. it was literally obligation. Yeah. yeah. Why do we do that to ourselves? It's fucked. Isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So that happened a few times, I think, for me. Yeah. Especially as a, as a male. Yeah. I get that must, that pressure of like always having to chase and then also feeling like, oh, well, you know, it's almost like FOMO. Like if I don't do this, then, you know, mm. I could have had a great sexual experience, well, but then you gonna, don't know. Yeah. What are they going to think of me if mm-hmm. I turn down sex? Yeah. And then you'd probably totally. get so much hate for that because they're like, oh, you're ghosting me like we had an amazing sexual connection and then you don't want to have sex with me what the fuck it's that That, that's the biggest part it's like I don't want to reject you in this moment because clearly there's been energy clearly like I've put it out there that that I'd like to have sex and now in person if I say I don't it's quite a personal Mm. thing do you think that you're both feeling like that though because sometimes if the energy's off both people are aware of that definitely sometimes but sometimes you get the other thing don't you there's balance where they're into it or particularly if they kind of their images don't match up and they're still into it, but you're catfish. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that happens so much, though. And the emptiness yeah. at the end of that, you're just like, "What did I do that for?" Yeah. yeah. Like, what was I thinking? Oh that my was... god! It's the it's the self. Um, what is the word? I don't know. Self loathing. Self loathing afterwards. Mm. You're just like. It's not fulfilling. No. So not it's not. It, it's a step really backwards. It is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, after that experience, that basically the yeah. same thing. I so, I told myself one, I wasn't gonna sex people before I met them. Mm-hmm. Nice. I remember that. <laughs> is that working? You're like, nope. Uh, is it working? Yeah, I haven't been sexting people since mm-hmm. then. Nice. Um, apart from like after, actually, yeah. I haven't really been doing that much sexting recently. Hmm. Just been doing lots of sexting. <laughs> <laughs> Actual sexting. Actual sexting. Yeah. I, I do like sexting. I think it is fun, especially. Oh, if, it's really fun. Mm. Uh, but. But there's the issue around conversations and like it's okay to have a little like sexting fling, both enjoy, you know, solo masturbation yeah. while you're fantasizing about this. Yeah. The problem is not we're still not in that age of being able to say like, hey, like what we have was really great, but I actually don't want to have sex because egos get bruised and people get upset. Mm. And if we just if we were allowed ourselves to be completely honest and accept the honesty, mm-hmm. things would be so much different. Do you know what I do do that now? Yeah. If I'm in a, if I'm in a place, I just say, look, do you know what? I, I don't want to have sex. 
yeah. um, straight up. That's and, amazing. And like it, it, it yeah, they, they, they're like, what the hell? That's like one of the weirdest. No one's ever said that to yeah. me before. You're a weirdo, yeah, totally. which is fucked up. And I'm just like, I like, <laughs> thought I was being respectful, if I'm being honest, but yeah. I don't see a future in this right now. No. Yeah. And I don't want to put myself through that energy again. Mm, but so, the best thing you can do is be honest. And it, mm. is, it is an issue on their part. Yeah. You know, it's not you're being as truthful and as honest as possible. And it's mm. okay to say like that's a whole thing, isn't it? When you're on a date, like the vibe, if you're not really not feeling it, like how do you even leave? How do you, mm. especially where with this technology now, with like Tinder and other dating apps, like it's you, you can really put yourself out there and really hope that it's going to be an amazing connection. When it isn't, there's a lot of pressure there, and you feel totally. so disheartened. Yeah, especially if you've put all mm. your like energy and time thinking about this one person, yeah. and it doesn't go to plan mm. for both people. It can be really like devastating. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and so excited. Yeah, exactly. Exciting, you and then it's really like, build up the excitement. Back to square one again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sexing, on the other hand, can be really good before you actually have sex with someone yes. because it teaches you teaches you what they might be into yeah and see if you're compatible that's very true yeah totally yeah exactly so you know you've got the same interests what was that question what did we it was the worst worst part yeah yeah oh yeah yeah so so yeah, there, there, there's one time that, that particularly, I think it's probably one of the last times where I was just was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. That just, that did not serve me. Yeah. In my 20s and I just, was, yeah, and I just, no, no more. Mm-hmm. I'm going to really, I'm really going to change that now. And I think we, we all probably reached that point where we're like, it's yeah, going to be changed definitely. now. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I that feel was like me. everyone goes through having sex just for obligation. Oh my God, yeah, we've like all done it. just because they think they should be doing it. Mm-hmm. It's or I've done it before where a date's gone really badly and I'm like, but they could rectify the issue yes. with the shag. And so I, I do go and have sex with them because you never know. Or like so you're horny true. anyway. And then you're like, oh, oh, yeah. that really wasn't Has it ever been rectified? No, actually. No, really. <laughs> no. I feel like <laughs> you need surprising. to have that. You need to have that connection. Yeah, you do. Um, good sex yeah. is through connection really yeah, yeah and that's what I'm learning you see from that, this is this is exactly where I'm going from because I never had connection yeah. sex, was, sex was a process for me yeah and there was never connection yeah and I didn't know how to I didn't know how to get connection mm-hmm. and as a guy it's, I, I think there was a lot of guys who don't know what connection is no they yeah. think connection is penis and vagina they think it's, they think <laughs> it's the orgasm yeah fuck number five the fuck that made me Um, still waiting, I reckon. Hey, I think I am. I love that answer. It's so um, like, like beautiful. <laughs> I, in the past, I have said that is a massive cop out. Really? Oh, oh have you? <laughs> Shit, sorry. Oh, she's eating her words. Okay. Well, like, the other one is, is it, I, I do believe that's honestly true. I do, and <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm really, and, and I'm, I'm hopeful it's going to happen. I really, yeah. I'm, I'm beyond hopeful. I, I'm sure it will, but probably otherwise, the ones that. The did is going back to the last ones where I just it's that emptiness those, those yeah. tender ones where you're just like what am I doing like that was however like a short period of fun mm-hmm. and then a whole period of just not feeling proud of myself yeah Do is that a good exchange mm-hmm. so like those last few probably where they were the ones or the last one that, that probably started to change my engine where I was like what am I doing what am I doing yeah. in my life here well that did change that is yeah. what changed yeah. your like sex life then yeah. like completely yeah Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. And definitely. so it was just having those em- so no no connection was what drove you to I think it a was different mindset. Yeah. Or like chasing connection rather than lust. 
Yes. Because lust kind of, although even lust is probably not right, because actually sometimes I probably have sex without even lust. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with lust, like, you know, it, like we just discussed. Yeah. And I'm, they're still brilliant experiences. But um, yeah, I think I, let's also remember I did pretty much for 15 years, pretty much I was single and it was pretty much exclusively those kind of things. I had really? one relationship for two years. Yeah, really. That's going to be so, almost like not traumatising but it will put you in this pattern and, and yeah. be really hard for you to come out of 15 being, years of that was being single a choice uh, kind of yeah it was a choice mm. but it, it was a subconscious choice in that I, I didn't know how to connect yeah so like right. I, I would, so you just never connected with anyone that no mm. I mean I did and I had like I had beautiful girlfriends that were so so great and I really liked them but it was kind of a it, I, I didn't know how to go beneath the surface. So, like, yeah. from, you know, love exists beneath what they look like, right? Yeah. And I wasn't, I, I saw them, they were hot, and I was like, like, I like, enjoy hanging out with you, so mm -hmm. let's do this. But I didn't, I didn't get to know their heart, and they didn't get to know mine. Yeah. So, like, after a few weeks of, or months, it kind of got a bit boring, and then I was kind of there, like, oh, they're such a great person, but mm -hmm. I haven't, I don't know how to get in beneath that. For fuck's sake. This week's sex question is, what are your thoughts on sexting with a person you haven't yet met in real life? I feel really connected with this guy and he wrote to me. I don't know how many paragraphs of what he would like to do to me and how he would eat me out and it was fucking hot. <laughs> At the end, we agreed to meet in person because not sure if it's really the best idea to start sexting before actually meeting slash having sex because of the expectations. So this girl's had like great sex with um, a guy. I guess she met on like a dating app or Instagram or whatever, and she doesn't know. I guess the problem is she's asking if it was a good idea to do it, but she's already done it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean maybe just to know for the future. Yeah, um, I think there's. You're never going to know unless you try these things and make your own mistakes and learn from them. So true. Because whatever we advise you to do, it might not be that way. Yeah, and you've heard our experiences already in this podcast. So you know that sometimes it's not that great and sometimes it can lead to feeling like obligated, which is sort of almost a question of like consent in a way. Mm. Like because yeah. you push yourself into a situation that you're not really wanting. Um, but then you put the other person in a really awkward position because they're having sex they want to have sex with you and they don't know that you don't want to have sex with them yeah. and it's going to lead to like almost maybe a traumatic experience for you um so that could be really dangerous but i guess as long as you know and you have it in your mind when you go into that date that you don't have to go through with it and really be certain on that with yourself before you go into it then it should be okay mm -hmm. mm. I, I just think it's so important that we um we're honest with how we feel yeah really how we feel if, we, if we're doing stuff and it makes us feel shit yeah don't like that, that that's your answer yeah if you're doing it and you're totally okay with it and you're like hey pff, you know some people might frown on it but i genuinely just enjoyed that experience i had no expectation it was yeah. what it was with flowed and some people might not like it but yeah. i genuinely feel good about it and you really do then th that's your answer but um you know we've all got different ways of doing mm -hmm. this and you've got to find your way that, that makes you feel good mm -hmm. yeah you know like we all around this table we've all got different ways and yeah and, you know you know polar opposites at this stage yeah, yeah. In that way. and it's like that works for you and it, and it works for me and that's yeah. great sexing can be so fun as well and it doesn't even have to lead to meeting with someone in person you could just sex with someone online yeah just leave it at I've that i've definitely done that before definitely <laughs> um i mean I've, I've had it both ways where i, I was sexting a friend who was always like sexual chemistry 
chemistry there, but mm. um, ended up like for two weeks sexting. And then we ended up having sex and it wasn't up to our expectations. It was really awkward. Mm. Um, it does put expectations really high. Yeah, because but especially if they're saying that. all this stuff and you're mm. fantasizing about it, you're fantasizing about it in the most perfect way that your brain is thinking of it. And it won't be like that. Mm-hmm. It will be different. It, they won't do exactly what they said. They might be, you know, less confident in real life. Mm. Yeah. But then, you know, my 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 boyfriend, my partner, he was terrible at sexting. <laughs> like god awful. As in we tried to sex and then it went so badly that I didn't speak to him for 4 months and then picked it back up again and I've been with oh him for si- over 6 years now. Amazing. Yeah. So it it do I you, mean do sexting you sex now or not? No, he he's not, just not into it. No. It's not his thing. Enough, yeah. Um, yeah. And like I've, I've respected that. I've, I have missed sexting because yeah. I, I really enjoy it, but I'm not going to force him to do something mm. that he's not really into no. or doesn't feel comfortable with. And it wouldn't feel right for you anyway. Like you yeah. need sense if someone's into it, can't you? Yeah, but when yeah. he does send me a little flirty, especially if he's like a little bit drunk, he sends me like a little flirty message. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> but then he goes nowhere else. Yeah. yeah. So I guess you can kind of do whatever you want and it depends on uh, you have to be okay with those expectations yeah. not being met basically mm-hmm. because it just I mean sexing is your big like your fantasy it's like always going to be you're going to put your best self forward and they're going to put their best self forward. Mm-hmm. So eh, you might not be that good in real life either. Yeah, that's like, true. It, yeah. <laughs> you might you might just have an off day, both of you. Yeah, like. <laughs> literally. Or you just might not have any chemistry. And when people don't ha- match with the chemistry, it just doesn't doesn't really flow. It doesn't fit. It doesn't work. Yeah. And it can be really mm. awkward. Yeah, we can't answer that for you. I think you're just gonna have to make that decision. Find out. Fucking hell. So this week's sex story is actually a reply from one of our other sex stories with more information. So yes. if you want to hear the beginning of this, listen to Ben Hurst's episode. We all here have listened to it, so we all know what this is referring to. <laughs> yeah. Um, so someone says, thank you for sharing my story. I did squeal when it came on. Just wanted to say that I was as safe as I could have been. I told three girls, gave them my location and also gave them his address. I also got him to send me his ID. So if he did kill me, he wasn't able to deny it. L-M-A-O. Lameo. Lameo. But of course, it wasn't the best thing to do anyway. I was struggling with mental health and but hadn't acknowledged any of it yet. But I still learn a lot from it and I'll try not to drag strangers abroad again. Oh. Maybe. Dot, dot, dot. Maybe. Well, <laughs> I mean, sounds like she went through all the right precautions. You yeah. couldn't have been more safe. That's literally everything that we spoke about after the podcast. We were yeah. just like sharing locations, yeah. telling your friends. Oh my God, she even got his ID. That's mad. That I would never is, even think of doing that with yeah, someone. That is smart. That is really smart. Yeah. I guess there's something in that in that if you, if they're willing to hand you their ID, their, probably yeah. their intentions are yeah. probably pure as well. Yeah. True. Because you might know what you're going to do with my ID and you're like, um, yeah. well, obviously give it to the police when something goes wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Oh my God, yeah. that is such a good idea. Yeah. That was, was that the girl who went to New York? And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. She exactly. was 17, 17, 18? She was, yeah, 17, 17, found someone on Tinder or another dating app. On a trip, she, on a school yeah, trip. Yeah, school she trip. went to, she met a guy and he drove her all the way back to his in Queens. Right. 
<laughs> and then they fucked and then drove and her they back, right? And then he drove her back. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I dropped her off at Times Square in the middle of the night. Yeah, in the middle. That was that was dumb. That right? was <laughs> that was dumb. That. <laughs> she, she sounds like she's going to be like that nineteen-year-old girl I met in the gym. Yeah, she's got that kind of energy yes, where they just they know what they want. And at big that dick age, energy. Yeah, B- BDE. And that age, you you have no fear really. Yeah. You you do That's feel so unstoppable. Mm. You don't think about like all the. Or the, the the shit that might happen when you're older, or like losing money, or like you've yeah. got kids, or all the fat. Yeah, you, you just don't I mean, have that fear. You literally mm. just turned into a woman at that age, and you really know it. You're just like, I am this like powerful sexual being. Yeah, that can I do own it. Anything I mm. want, yes. basically. That's amazing. I'm glad to hear that she was safe. I feel yeah. like everyone should yes. do experiences like I that, know. but be safe. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm glad that she wrote back in just yes. so that we know that she was. And that also it gives people other people good ideas yeah. as well, like share your location, tell your free friends, and get people's IDs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also really respect the fact. But that also, she, ID fraud, like the ID fraud. No, I mean that's long, man. Like, who can be bothered to do that? I guess it depends. Like the person sending you the picture of that ID is really trusting you. Yeah, um, I, I I really respected <laughs> that she acknowledged her, that her mental health was bad because mm. even though she did put herself physically in a safe place with you know sending addresses and IDs the fact that she said her mental health wasn't good you cannot be fully safe for yourself when your mental health isn't at its best yeah. mm. and you know we've all we've all done stupid stuff like that where we've got way too drunk because we're you know trying to drown our sorrows mm. or done done too much or, or fucked the wrong person yeah. so yeah that's very respectful that you've acknowledged that thank mm. you mm. yeah totally. thank you for replying to us yeah well. and thanks mm. we know you're safe and alive <laughs> <laughs> well on that note it is time for us to fuck off unfortunately oh. fuck off please I feel like, like I've got away fairly, now, fairly unscathed <laughs> <laughs> How was it? You were really nervy before you came here. Uh, well, that's because Ben was... he was. I mean, I, I've, I follow Ben and I've got a lot of time for his, his work, but he yeah. was so on it and explicit. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that was... That, it is a good episode, guys. You've got to go listen yeah, if great. you haven't yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. And thank you for coming and joining us. Where, for having me. Where can our curious fuckers find you? Oh, it's, it's Instagram these days, isn't it? Yeah, always. always. That's, that takes enough energy, yeah. So I'm the Naked Professor on Instagram. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And then you're pretty naked on there, actually. I mean, You're pretty naked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try oh. not to all the time because it's hard work. Yeah. yeah. But... Oh, look, and yeah. fuck it enjoy it embrace it yeah, yeah. embrace, embrace it. the nudity That's, I mean you are the naked professor it's your brand you have to do it uh, yeah, I know, <laughs> that's true actually I have learned through the, this process what perverts men are oh yeah I can imagine me posting imagery mm-hmm. like that and men seem to just think oh okay I know what this guy's about yeah, yeah. clearly men, you're a porn star and you want all my it. dick pics yeah <laughs> And I'm sure I'm sure some women think the same way. Yeah. Like, wow, he's flaunt, flaunting himself on social media. Therefore, I'm going to send him a picture of my tits, you know, I, without asking. Honestly, women, the behaviour of men compared to the behaviour of women is entirely different. I haven't. I don't think I've really had any women do that. I really not, not yet. Not, yeah. No. Yeah, never say um, never. But men, men like yes, absolutely a lot. There'll be people They're sliding into your DMs yeah. after this. Even episode. before <laughs> asking your sexual orientation as well, I think that's I think it's matter. Even if just you want yeah. to see some junk, they don't like, care. Men yeah. just don't care. Uh, just like this is this is where I'm at. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. exactly, oh, exactly. I mean, yeah. watch your DMs blow up now, though. You're gonna get a mixture of messages, I'm sure. Anyone in London single, ready for a connection? Hear him up. Yes. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. He wants to go on a tantra journey. Yay! Tantra yes. journey. Oh my god. So, so 
you. there will be someone. Yeah. Oh my so. god, there'll be thousands. Yeah. Just need to find them. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, awesome. let's actually fuck off now. Like. Yeah. Yes. Please, everyone, remember to rate our podcast, give us a review, subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. Mm, share and please send your sex questions in at F. FKS Thank you Givenpodcast at gmail.com <laughs> and please send the stories in because we're we're at a, a minimal flow Try. of stories right now Yeah make them short We've got sweet. loads of questions you keep sending us your questions but no stories Yeah 150 so you just, words you just guys. like all not having any interesting sex is that is that what it is? I'll see if I can dig out some <laughs> back from the <laughs> back in the day <laughs> <laughs> Yes yeah, send them in <laughs> and we will you will hear us next week. Oh, yeah. And remember to follow our Instagram oh, at yeah. comecurious, C-O-M-E, curious, and at Florence Bark and at Read Amber X. As well as look at our YouTube channel, you filthy fucking animals. Yes. <laughs> All right. You'll hear us soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you. That was, I feel like that was such a weak ending. <laughs> <laughs>